finding a new job isn't always easy, especially in our current job market. And this is something very easy to forget when you're in the throes of hating your job. So if there's a fix, it's absolutely worth pursuing to make it mentally easier to start job hunting. When you're that miserable, it makes the job search that much more difficult. You have no energy at the end of the day to update your resume, apply to roles, and put a smile on your face for interviews. So you just end up feeling even more stuck. But sometimes, if you really, 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 really hate your job, and it's truly affecting your mental health in a significant way, you may need to quit. Hey everyone, welcome to Well That Was Unexpected. I'm your host, Carla Isabel Carstens, but you can call me Carla. I'm a luxury fashion publicist turned marketing consultant and a creative industry career coach. I've helped my clients pivot from finance to fashion, fashion to tech, get jobs with brands and companies like Louis Vuitton, Michael Kors, Saks Fifth Avenue, and Estee Lauder, land speaking gigs at South by Southwest, and so much more. If you can't tell, I believe that life's too short to do just one thing. I'll help you transform your what ifs into what's next. With new episodes launching every Thursday, each episode is designed to make you both laugh and inspire the confidence within you to expand the possibilities for your own life. They'll feature conversations with guests who've made real, raw, and inspiring career and lifestyle pivots that will make you think, what? How did they do that? But once you listen to their stories, sharing exactly how they made things happen, you'll realize just how possible it is for you to make a similar change, no trust fund required. Do you dream of quitting your current job, but have no clue what you wanna do next? I've been there. And if you think about it, this choice isn't just about your career, it's about your life. It's about how you feel every Monday when you wake up and need to get out of bed to get ready for work on time. It's about how that feeling has the high potential of affecting your relationships and well-being. The stakes are pretty high, and they only get higher if you don't do anything about it. So what do you do when you don't know what that next job is, but you definitely hate the job you have? Listen in for tips and insights on choosing a career that strikes a balance between personal aspirations and a rewarding career ultimately leading to a fulfilling life. When I was younger, I had wildly random career aspirations. I wanted to be a dancer, then an actress, neither of which made any sense since I was ridiculously shy up until middle school. Then I decided I wanted to be a plastic surgeon since both my parents are doctors. And then towards the end of high school, changed my mind, and decided I wanted to work in the fashion industry as a stylist or a publicist. I never considered the economic consequences of any of those jobs, what they truly entailed day to day, or if they would even make me happy. Like most people, they were basically chosen kind of at random. But now if I really think about it, they were passion-based decisions. Yeah, 
I was a pretty good dancer. I started dancing when I was three years old, but I never considered what it'd take to be a ballerina beyond wearing an awesome tutu. Having a fiery passion for your career is typically the attribute people focus on when they're selecting a career. But then I grew up. And truthfully, I feel like I'm still growing up. And at this point in my life, I'd rather be interested in and challenged by my career and be paid well for doing it. But I'd prefer to save that fiery passion for my personal pursuits. I feel so lucky to have finally found a really great balance. But hey, maybe you've already come to a similar conclusion much more quickly than I did. Or conversely, you're ready to find a job that you're utterly obsessed with. Or maybe you want something in between. I'm going to take a few steps back now, so bear with me. Almost a decade into my fashion career, I was doing what I thought I had wanted to do with my life and frankly dreamed of doing, working in the luxury fashion industry in PR. But after eight and a half years, I found myself feeling unfulfilled. It was really hard to like my job. The smallest things were incredibly annoying, which felt weird since early on in my career, that typical mentality in the fashion business of being so lucky to have the job and reminded how replaceable I was had really been beaten into me. And to make it even a bit more weird, the job I had at that time was with a company that had a really great company culture. And my boss was one of the kindest I'd ever had. Regardless, I was bored and easily got irritated over minutia. I was frustrated that my investment banker friend's bonuses eclipsed my yearly salary. This general feeling of unhappiness carried into my personal life which was not good. I decided things needed to change. It took about a year and a half of thinking and thinking and thinking and planning, but damn, was it worth it. In all fairness, beyond economics, it's hard to be absolutely sure that your chosen career will make you happy or that you'll have a true understanding of what that career entails until you're actually in the trenches. But that's exactly why I believe allowing yourself to change your mind is so important. Today, I'm not the same person I was at 10, 17, 28, or 33. Interests and priorities change, so why can't your career too? And if you think about it, this isn't just about your career, it's about your life. It's about how you feel every Monday when you wake up and need to get out of bed to get ready for work on time. It's about how that feeling has the high potential of affecting your relationships and well-being. The stakes are pretty freaking high, and they only get higher if you don't do anything about it. So what happens if you don't know what that job is, but you know that you kind of hate the job you have? Uh, if you relate to this at all, listen in, I got you. Your instinct is usually to immediately react to your feelings and say, F it, 
My job sucks. I cannot do this for one more second. I need to quit now. Hold your horses. Don't quit your job. I repeat, don't quit your job. I get it. The frustration of working at a place you can't stand is really hard to handle. But most of us can't afford to resign just because we can't stand it. Not without another job waiting for us in the wings. So start by considering a few things. Are you sure that you really need to quit? Or are you just going through a tough time at work due to something specific like a project or a company transition? Is there anything you could be doing differently to be happier at work? Is there anything that would make a difference and convince you to stay? Sometimes there are things you can do to help improve the job you have, even if it's just temporary, and it makes your day-to-day more manageable until you find the next thing. If you think you could be happier with a different focus or more responsibilities, maybe more money, it's worth proposing those ideas to your boss. Finding a new job isn't always easy, especially in our current job market. And this is something very easy to forget when you're in the throes of hating your job. So if there's a fix, it's absolutely worth pursuing to make it mentally easier to start job hunting. When you're that miserable, it makes the job search that much more difficult. You have no energy at the end of the day to update your resume, apply to roles, and put a smile on your face for interviews, so you just end up feeling even more stuck. But sometimes, if you really, 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 really hate your job, and it's truly affecting your mental health in a significant way, you may need to quit. Just make sure you understand the consequences of doing so. This one may seem obvious, but keep your negative feelings to yourself. Well, kind of. Listen, it's beyond understandable to want to vent. It's actually healthy for you. But keep the shit talking to yourself, your family, and your friends outside of work. Trust me, it won't help if you're constantly complaining to your coworkers or boss. It can actually backfire in a big way whether you're venting at the office, to your work bestie while you're grabbing lunch, or over Slack or whatever you use to communicate virtually at work. The more you broadcast your misery, the more likely it is that the wrong person will find out. Trust me, I have seen this happen quite a few times. Thankfully, I've never personally experienced it, but I have seen this go down. You think you trust someone and wait, How weird. They mention it to someone else who tells your boss after one too many cocktails. Now it's time to identify what your next career move will be. Trust me, you won't find a new job just by looking for one at random. And overanalyzing at home, wrapped up in a blanket with Netflix playing in the background, wine in hand, won't get you that much further either. You need to figure out what the issue is with your current job and your why. Let's start with the issues with your current job. There's no point in finding a new job, and maybe you don't even need to find a new job, bear with me, until you know what to avoid, and making this list will help you determine that. 
Start by writing down all the things you hate about the job you have. Getting these things on paper helps you identify the issue or issues. Look at that list and ask yourself honestly if the things that you despise about your job are related specifically to the company you work for, the industry, or the specific role you have. For instance, if you hate how competitive your coworkers are with one another and it's encouraged to act that way, this sounds like a company culture problem. If you can't stand compiling daily monotonous status reports, it's probably the current role that's the issue. But if it's the competitiveness, the status reports, and literally everything else associated with your job that irritates the living shit out of you, then you may be in the wrong industry. Next, we need to figure out your why. Why you want to make the change is usually the first question hiring managers ask you during an interview. So it's important that you understand who you are, what you want, and what your expectations are in a new job. To figure out your why, think about what motivates you and why you want to change jobs. Ask yourself, what does your ideal life look like in 10 years? I want you guys to go deep on this one. Be honest with yourself. Get vulnerable. You don't need to share this with anyone else. Where would you live? How much money would you make? How would you spend your time? Get specific. What do you want your daily life to look like right now? What does work-life balance look like to you? What are your priorities? What are your values? Whose career do you admire and why? What are you personally and professionally interested in? Is there a cause you're passionate about or a company that you would love to work for, but you're just not sure how? What makes you happy? How important is money to you? At minimum, how much money do you need to make? Yeah, I know, we'd all love to make a million dollars a year, but how much do you actually need to be secure? Are you willing to start at the bottom and work your way back up? Or do you need to go back to school? Can you afford it? What strengths in terms of hard and soft skills would you want to implement in your next career? For example, if part of your job is project management and you cannot stand it, don't include this on your list. With these answers, design your next ideal role with no specific job in mind. Draft the perfect job description that aligns with what you want. Then consider the next two to three steps you'd need to grow into to fulfill that 10-year vision and the skills and experience you need to gain to make it happen. If it looks reasonable to you, it's reasonable to me, so let's plan your solution. But first, I wanna note that one of the biggest obstacles to changing careers is not having the confidence to actually do so. You may be hesitant or feel scared about leaving the unknown or overwhelmed by the potential difficulty of making it happen. You can do this, trust me. Build up confidence by doing things that make you feel really good about yourself. Help other people out. 
ask people for support, write affirmations, do things that make you feel confident, ask your people for support, write affirmations, do whatever you need to do to pump yourself up. Now it's time to get curious. Research is critical. Talk to friends about their jobs. Ask people with careers you admire out for a quick coffee and ask them questions. Share what you're looking for. They may have ideas for you to consider. Also start looking at job descriptions with zero intention of applying to them. I want you to just read and see what lines up with what you've discovered about yourself and what you want next. You can find jobs that may align with you by using keywords from the discovery process you just completed. With enough internet stalking and targeted conversations, you'll find your conclusion. It may take a little bit of time, but it works. Trust me. And while I try not to make this podcast about selling my career coaching services, if you're still feeling super, super stuck in the mud, set up a coaching session with me. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty good at helping people figure out what their next steps could be. Once you figured it out and you're ready to start interviewing, be careful about how you speak about the job or industry you think totally blows. Don't broadcast the fact that you hated your last job. They'll definitely ask you why you're leaving and what you say matters. Recruiters and prospective employers look for people who will build up their business and their reputation, not tear them down. Talking shit about a former employer during a job interview says way more about you than that company. Also, you never know who your interviewer might know. I hope this episode brings you the clarity you're looking for. And if you have a friend who's constantly bitching to you about work, do them a solid and send them this podcast. It might help them too. Talk soon. Talk soon.